The phone that I have. Can you buy me a Coke Zero? Yar. Thank you. Money's in my bag. I want to. I want to show them. Yeah, I do. Does it have? I don't have iPhone. I don't have an iPhone. That's not my iPhone. You have an iPhone cord? Yeah, in my car. I do too. I just, I do too. My car's right here. Oh, thank you. Huh? Of course you would. Here, let me get the money. Oh, okay. I got this from the Ohio group. I got this from Three Brothers Diner, Mexican restaurant. Look at this cute boy. <laughs> Look at the beautiful mama. Look how hot she is, right? Super hot mama. Uh, you're one to talk, Miss Ma'am. Anyway. Beautiful. Thank you. Oh, guess what? We found a charger. So now I won't disconnect. Now you're plugged in. I feel like I need to talk about what she was talking about in the right way. Can I try your Shirley Temple? Is it with Sprite? Yeah. It should always be with ginger ale. That's the original Shirley Temple. Look how good it is. Don't you like it? Oh my gosh, I have pins. You don't like it? Maris for Ohio. <gasps> Three, different <gasps> Three different kinds of pens. Maris pins. Uh, are you like trying to be like Vanna White? Uh, I'm Jada Wada. Yeah. Yes, I'm just waiting. I think I should just pick up where she started with CRT. I did, yeah, 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 where I was sitting. Okay, okay, I'll go sit Thank you for the charger. And what they, they really, what they should be caught. And what they should Now it's charging. Absolutely. So, I, absolutely. Because what she was saying was that right now, the schools are only required to tell the parents when the child is true. Now, they should have here. Teacher nights and all that other stuff. So they're allowed to be deceptive to the. Oh, yeah. They're allowed because yeah. we allow it. Right. That's what not. That's why it's like, right, unless we allow it. And we are allowing it. You know, because I get it. You know, when you're working two, you know, you got two parent households, 
I mean, um, you know, the mom and dad are working eight hours plus. I get it. You know, kids are involved. It's hard. Or you got single parents who are working hard and you get tired, you know, you or you can't take off in the middle of the day for, you know, to, to be involved in the school. We're just going to have to figure out how to do it or support the backpack bill and get our kids out until such time as the public schools recognize that indoctrinating our children is not uh, that we will not stand for that just teach reading writing and arithmetic and leave you know the moral and ethical stuff up to us and if you have parents who are not parenting address that issue but don't you know don't blame all parents for you know the lack of parenting of a few and there are some parents who are not parenting we know them you know yeah they're not doing their job but my kids shouldn't have to suffer because you're not doing your job. Understand, we can't let the state or the school district or the Department of Education think, uh, make the decisions on how the children are raised and what they're taught. Absolutely. That's why we need the back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I need Phoebe. Yeah. I wanted, hi there. Hi. I want to let Bethany introduce Corey to us. You want to so sit over there? The floor. Oh, thank you. Okay. Where's the um, sign up sheet? It's in the back. Right here. Good. Okay. Phoebe, you want to sit over here? Put the drinks down there. That's my daughter. Okay, okay hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Bethany Kaiser, and I just want to give you a little background on a woman that we need to put on the ballot in November. The next Secretary of State. She's a lifelong constitutional conservative Republican who should already be on the GOP ballot. Frank LaRose's office instructing boards of elections to invalidate two thirds of her verified signatures to remove her candidacy. But in typical Tory fashion, she said, he's not getting rid of me that easily. And she's now running as an independent to get directly on the November ballot. So please, if you haven't already, please sign. Uh, we've got the table set up there. We only have until Monday to get 5,000 signatures and we could really use your help. First, uh, Tory has two beautiful daughters, Hera and Phoebe, who came with her today. And Tori has served in uniform in the U.S. Navy and non-uniform, gathering and analyzing foreign intelligence. She has a degree in uh, molecular and cellular physiology. She also has training in crypto-linguistics, computational linguistics, game theory, and predictive analytics. She's an independent journalist. I highly recommend that you read her cited articles on torysays.com. And if that's not enough, she's most well known for having one of the most popular news commentary podcasts with a global audience called The Tory Says Show. Yeah. And unfortunately, all conservative patriots who share the truth, she has been deplatformed by big tech and uh, most recently on Twitch, where she had one of their most popular shows. 900 out of 8 billion. There you go. But you can still find her on Rumble, weekday evenings from 7.30 to 9.30.
search Tori Says. And if you're on Telegram, search for her chat titled Tori Plus, Tori Says Plus. And the plus represents us, her audience. She's also featured in the documentary Shadowgate 1 and 2. And a third installment is going to be released this summer. Um, what gives her credibility is what Tori, she's worked within the deep state of government agencies. And lucky for us, she turned whistleblower when she realized how they were actively working against us, we the people, particularly with the voting machines. She knows how those machines work and exactly how they're manipulated. This is why we need her in charge of making sure our Ohio elections are no longer compromised. And finally, with all of her accomplishments, the most remarkable thing that I have found is her ability to break down really complex topics into easily understood terms, layman terms, to teach us everything from how your DNA is constructed uh, and, and infected by the COVID vaccines to the inner workings of government, giving insight into the tactics that those in charge use to keep the average person under their control. And she helps us to identify these tyrannical tactics they've deployed since the founding of our country. And she teaches us all in such an entertaining way and encourages us to research deeper for ourselves. That's why she has such a large audience. And she serves on as such an inspirational example through filing the only writ of mandamus against Governor DeWine for his overreach on COVID measures even suing her daughter's school board for mask mandates, prompting others to file similar suits. So, Mom, and out of our appreciation for all of her knowledge and guidance, Tori's audience across the world, in many countries, and in all 50 states, have organically organized to take back our country. Here in Ohio, we've even organized through our Telegram channel. It's called The New Ohio. We've uh, organized it in 10 different regions, and the Columbus region here is Region 5. It includes Franklin and nine other counties, and I'm honored to be the uh, this region's moderator. We meet twice a month. We break bread together. We work on calls to action to take back our state. Everything from email and letter campaigns against government overreach to even... Even those Trump won stickers and the Biden I did that stickers that you've seen, Tori started it last summer. Sticker brigade. Sticker brigade. Wasn't She's my helping. idea. You're too humble. She's helping us regain our voices and our power as citizens of Ohio. Tori likes to say they only look like giants because you are on your knees. And she also says you don't need a leader, you are all leaders. And that was my personal inspiration for start organizing this Columbus group. Many of you are here. Yeah. We even have someone that came from Indiana. We have people from other regions that are, have come to see her. So um, we break bread. We're going through these battles together, and we're becoming close friends. And for that alone, I'm forever grateful to her. Ladies and gentlemen, not wearing waterproof. Tori Maris. Yeah, I'm not doing anything in Columbus. You guys aren't. So the applause is to you, right? It only takes one person to jump off the cliff, and then everyone's like, hey, 
they're still alive. Let's do it. <laughs> so, um, so thank you. And I'm totally not worthy of any of that. Um, as you guys know, yes, LaRose instructed county board of elections to literally violate the law. And um, <clears throat> I always have faith, right? There's always faith. I feel like I'm the woman in the Bible. It keeps going to the judge, and he's dismissing her case, and then somebody's like, all right, fine, whatever, just take it. Here's your judgment, right? You can have what you're asking for. I went to the Supreme Court. I knew that that wasn't going to work. I mean, I, I wrote that writ of mandamus against the wine. And usually the Supreme Court will come back with, no, because guess what mine was? No. Period. <laughs> it's like, what has that ever happened? I just made history right there with the shortest response from the Supreme Court on my rate of mandamus, uh, which obviously I didn't take lying down. I filed it in federal court. I enjoined the wine in my lawsuit that's still pending in front of Judge Oliver, who everyone's like, oh, he's a Clinton judge. He's this, he's that. And he, he was, he spanked me real good on the phone. Okay, I can say it because I went pro se. Remember, the courts are the people's courts. It's not the bar associations, right? And I know a lot of people are like, I, I don't know the law. I don't know what to do. Like, how am I going to argue it? Yeah, it's just words. And that's basically it. It's the Olympics of word gymnastics and who says it better. I mean, again, I went to a hearing, massive law firm of four attorneys ambushed and there was an unopposed motion because I didn't oppose the motion because I didn't have the motion. So that's an automatic clause. I won. And I did win. And that's why my case is still there. And every time they kept coming back, you know, I would tell the judge, I don't care what they say. They started saying, social media, object, object, object. Let's stick to the flaw and the facts, flaw and the facts. Redirect, redirect. Because, you know, human beings are emotional beings. And for some reason, we're all attracted to this, you know, emo thing, right? And the thing is, it's Gen X that's going to bring us out of this rut that we're in, okay? Because when you were a Gen Xer, the majority of you, I hope, are, because then I'm, like, way too old for you, for this crowd. But Gen Xers, we didn't have cell phones, and we had them. We didn't have video games, and then we had them. We didn't have computers, and then we had them. We had the craziest drugs, and... We all didn't even realize that Wham! was filled with gay guys. We thought it was normal. They were dancing in tiny whiteies and shorts. Why? Because we didn't care. That's the reason. We didn't care. We didn't put labels like that. We didn't care. You know, and, 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 and yeah, but yeah, what now you're looking at it and you're like, that was dead obvious. And it's like the YMCA video, totally obvious. But when you were doing electric slide, do you guys know what that song is about? Yeah. I listened to your episode. I'm not going to say it out loud. But it's, yeah, there you go. It's the one that they wave now um, in their honor of rights. But the, but the thing is, you know, the Generation X is the one that's going to save people. Because, you know, I say this to my kids. You know, I never experienced anything called racism or being apologetic for the color of my skin. I'm first generation immigrants, Right. My parents were fresh off the boat, okay? And I was in New York, nothing pot. Never experienced it until I got older. And that's because what this amazing woman was speaking about, CRT was introduced. 
Suddenly, they put us in boxes. Suddenly, we had privilege. But those that are telling us about privilege are the ones making 500000 to sit on their pedestal to tell us about white privilege. Then they're telling us we should hate men. Because men make more money. And I was like, how many bricklayer women do you see? Right? They actually work their asses off. Right? They put up shelves. They build bri- I don't see anybody with Louboutins hanging off no bridge, putting in screws. I'm just saying, if we, if, we, if we look at it in that sense, they're talking about what? They're just creating division. And, that, you know, I heard very great commentary and questions about inner city schools. I actually went through that. My daughter, when we moved here, we were in Cleveland. Cleveland Metro was the school. Here's what's the problem. And Secretary of State, I can fix it. They actually create companies now. They're called CEOs, not superintendents. They have funding like crazy. Like the Cleveland Metro School District has this program called Guess. Amazing program. No, no, not going to knock it. You get a four-year degree from a Cleveland Metro school. Uh, four-year, you know, you do four years in high school there and you graduate. You get four years of undergraduate free. No matter what university it is, that would be Harvard, NYU, as long as they accept you, of course. But it's free. That's amazing, right? Gives opportunities, right? But how are they going to have that opportunity when they got the crappiest teachers ever? It's like they get the stupidest teachers, and it's all the teachers that went through Teach America and the ones that don't even know basic math. And they're teaching our kids math. Have you seen the curriculum that some teachers go through lately? It's all about child development. How are you going to help them identify their sex? How are you going to help them identify what box they belong to? How they should be ashamed that that kid, you know, is different, right? And then they do a year of math, and they're like, I'm a math teacher. And it's like, oh, yeah, so let's have a conversation. I, I have that all the time. When I have my daughter's science teacher explain science to her, right? Like how masks work. And I was like, ask him if he can smell your perfume. Because <laughs> if you can smell a molecule of perfume through the mask, you sure as hell know you got a million viruses right behind that mouth. So that's not working, right? It's not. It's not. So, you know, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, right? But the, the education is one faction of this war we're fighting, right? One faction. My, my war is the First Amendment. What people don't realize is your, your ability to say anything you want isn't just sitting on a soapbox, or being able to pull out a prayer mat or wear a hijab or whatever it is, is being able to vote. That's how you tell your voice. And, you know, I, I was having this conversation with my daughter because we were stuck in some heavy traffic. And the thing about our nation, if we can identify it as a person, right? Let's pretend that this man here is America. America right now is depressed. <laughs> seriously we're in depression we we don't feel like doing anything we're beat we've got PTSD like crazy oh you're sick nope you're not everyone's getting sick nope you're not right so I'm just saying from now planes can fly into your building by the way right I'm listening to everything you say you're on the toilet there's some guy on the other end watching you I'm listening to everything you do tell me how America feels right now super depressed super enslaved, super in a box, and unable to express himself. I'm right? going home. <laughs> but you know how we get out of this depression? 
And I'm speaking from experience on this. I had something traumatic happen to me just a few years ago. Work. And I don't mean like work, like I'm going to dig a hole or build a bridge. I mean, that's good stuff too. Building a bridge, digging a hole, gardening. But it's genuine service to others. You'll be surprised how it cures everything. And you'll be very surprised. And you know what I, I thought to myself when I was rereading old newspapers on the Library of Congress? Because those are those that have been listening to my podcast, which you can find on iTunes. I'm like top news commentary there too. I'm I'm not a rare find. People just don't talk about me because if they do, then people like me exist. And that means the deep state exists. And therefore, we need to lose that. Yeah. <laughs> In there, you will see that I say on my days off, what I like is a cup of coffee, a nice cigarette, and to hang out on the Library of Congress. It's free. You get on there, you, you just look at things. I'll tell you what, I got really giddy one day. Um, you know, I get letters in the mail, and a guy from the Library of Congress, librarian, high up there, sent me a card with a book of stamps because they know I write. I mean, you know, Library of Congress has access to everything. That includes your video footage, <laughs> your pictures. You think I'm joking? You'll see in the future if you're around by the time they make that public. <clears throat> and I was surprised. But they know I know what I'm talking about. This has all been eradicated. So the Library of Congress will show you that everything we're going through now has already happened, but it's just the 2.0 version. Now we're, you know, in the age of technology, right? We're easily distracted. We have social media where people hide behind anonymity and they say stuff. They would not dare even lift their eyes. Like if they were telling you, they'd be doing this while telling them, right? They wouldn't be able to look you in the face, right? Society is so poisoned that they find it okay that there are violations like this. Why? Because America's depressed. Why is America going to get up? Oh, no, no, no. There's a plane that's going to come in and hit me. Fear. So I exchange safety, right, with my liberty. And as it's been going on and on, you guys have not seen, but 20 years now, you have not been able to vote. I was actually in the room when they planned the hanging chats. I was literally in that room. And you know what shocks me? Out of all the states, right, if someone was to say the craziest state right now, People would say California. It's actually New York, you guys, right? They're the ones that were tossing people out on their butts for no COVID cards. I mean, California kind of did. New York really stuck to it, right? New York actually put up a fight to not get e-voting. They put up a fight. Oh, such a big fight that the DOJ literally sued New York for not wanting to get rid of the, the chats, right? Because they knew. They knew it was a fix. They saw what happened in the 2004 elections. They're like, yeah, we're not doing that. And the 2004 elections were right there. I witnessed it. Yeah, no, I yeah. an activist group to protest Ohio's electoral votes because I witnessed election fraud on that day. Yeah. And our Congress, our Congress did not listen to anything, the evidence that we presented. And our senator at the time said that if Ohio had spoken, he was going to ratify it. And he was, he didn't listen. Yeah, and that's when I knew our system is messed up. Well, that's why, and you know where all that data was in, right? Chattanooga, Tennessee, where my Dominion defamation suit is. See, you can't get them. You have no standing. Why am I going to say, hey, Dominion, your machine stole my vote. Prove it. You don't have standing. This is a general grievance doctrine. 
You're just upset of the outcome. That's why you're going to court. That's what that basically means. How do you fight that? Well, I actually filed an affidavit. And they said it was all garbage. And I'm like, wait a minute. Dominion, did you say my thing? Oh, that means I committed perjury. Let's go to court. You defame me. Now you need to point out where in this document I lied. And this is how you went. This is how you went. You call people to the carpet with actual facts. You call people to the carpet with actual facts. People lose their mind, right? I'm a nobody, right? I, I'm a person that doesn't exist. And there's a lot of people that meet that don't exist. And that should terrify a lot of people, right? And President Trump actually made mention of those people in August of 2020 when he said, you know, there's a lot of people in the shadows there. Yeah, I know. I was one of them. And, uh, you know, a lot of people say in order to run, you have to be like an outstanding, you know, citizen of, you know, society. And, well, I'm an expert at stealing elections. Therefore, I can combat it. That's number one. And I'm an expert is at fighting like nobody's business. No matter how much they throw at me, I push back because truth doesn't need, you know, coddling. You come at me, I'll be patient. And then I was, I went up against a whole state, a whole state. You guys take this. They hated me so much that they started an investigation, clear subpoenas everywhere, bank accounts, records, you name it. They got colonoscopy and they find one crime, not one pencil out of place. So then they were like, oh, we're just going to throw a bunch of crap into a civil suit because I can put whatever I want. If I want to sue you, I could just say a bunch of stuff and file in civil court and you're over. I can say whatever I want, right? I can say whatever I want. It's civil court. I could file whatever Mickey Mouse pictures. I could say, you know, I can literally Photoshop a picture with a pen and put it into evidence because it's civil court. And I'm still standing. Actually, now I'm suing them. I have to wait, you know, because it has to be the right time. Unfortunately, the, the person that I was supposed to sue first, that attorney general, took his life, you know, when those uh, grand jury subpoenas popped. You know, they always choose their own, their own way out. But according to the media, he died of a ulcer, then revived himself, then what was it, a heart attack, and then and then he died again. And then, they weren't getting their stories. Right? Just a mortal at this right. point. They weren't get, yeah, they weren't getting their stories. So the secretary said, what can I do? Well, I can, you can be sure. I will not dilly-dally. I will not accept deals. That's something I don't do. In fact, if someone comes with me, maybe we can work on something. First thing I'll be like, yeah, right. Can you put that in writing? Because I just want to post it. Right. There's no deals. The deals are that we should have our right to, to be represented. We should have the right to have our voices heard, at least at the ballot box. Yeah. At least. I mean, they're shutting us up everywhere. Now Biden's... Created his ministry of truth. Like I said, they would. What is it called? Disinformation something. something. So now if you say something that's wrong, they're going to criminalize it. Thought crimes. 1984. Kind of sounds like it. And, and they're making it sound really sexy and savvy. And you're just like, wait, Department of Homeland Security is now the head of the disinformation. I'm really okay with that. See, it's actually quite terrifying. Now, as states were independent, that was the agreement. And this is why they took so long to sign that declaration and get those deals, because they were like, 
they wanted power. They didn't want to relieve power to enjoin it. <coughs> now what we're seeing is an increased power grab to take our state's power away. And what we need mm -hmm. is our voices heard at the ballot box. And we need our businesses cleaned up. Do you know how rich we're going to be if I'm Secretary of State? Guess what I'm doing on the business side? I'm going to freeze all of Les Wexner's assets. Yeah. <laughs> right? And why is that? Well, there was an executive order signed on December 21st, 2017, stating that anyone that may be suspected or under investigation of human trafficking, right, or any of that sorts of stuff, we're confiscating your stuff with the U.S. Treasury. Well, he's in Ohio. They're all actors. And that's something that's coming soon. I have a documentary coming out called Enjoy the Show. I'm, and Sticker Brigade is where I got Can it. You guys I didn't invent that. We actually used it on the Russians in the 40s. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? You know how we got rid of the communists? We started sticking stickers everywhere, like on supermarkets, on windows, and everything. And subliminally, over decades, people saw it, and they agreed okay. with it. And this is why it was easy to, to, to sigh out them later. Psychological operations. And so I said, so everybody stick Trump one stickers everywhere. And at some point, everyone's going to be like, yeah, I kind of think there was fraud. Even if they never did, because they like take CNN in with a fire hose, they're going to say it. And then I was like, oh, and when the gas prices go up, you need to put sticker Joe Biden. I did that. And, and look, a year later, we started that in August of 2021. It's everywhere. It's global. And that's how you work. Because it's all influence operations. <coughs> They're influencing you. Micro-influences that you can't even see. Micro-influences. Oh. If the people could only see the veil that is laid, it's so heavy. When you see the media with their notes and how they portray the information in sensationalism rather than factualism. I mean, I had the Supreme Court in Ohio write back to me in their in their literal judgment. Well, it's his version of facts and your version of facts. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just lived to see the day where the court said version of facts. <laughs> How do you have a version of a fact in the court of law? I know when, when Pat DeWine's running again, right? That's when you have a version of facts. See, this is the deception we're getting, and it's in microdoses, so you can't feel it, you know? And it's kind of like uh, our nation, <laughs> and they've been chipping at Plump Hilda so much that she's lost weight, but she doesn't see it, right? You know when you're on a diet and you're losing weight? I'm like, I don't see it. Two weeks later, somebody sees you, damn, what happened? Did you sit on a thumbtack? That's what happened to America, right? We don't see it because we're in the thick of it. We're literally in the forest, and we think it's vast in his own challenger on the ballot if you well Frank LaRose is gonna lose. Right. If I'm on the ballot, he's gonna lose. The Democrats gonna lose too. Because you know what? The Democrats don't care about you. They don't even have serious candidates anymore. They pander, just give me your money and let's go. Like it's game over. The Republicans were always in charge. Your 2004 elections were not stolen by Democrats. They were stolen by the Republicans. And when people realize that the Republicans are the ones pulling the strings of the Democrats, then it's game over. They're the same party.
Just one of them pretends their poop doesn't stink. The other ones own it. Okay? They're brazen about it. They don't care. They pander into these cultural nuances that make no sense. You're just like, this is crazy. When has it been patriotic to not stand for your national anthem? When has it been patriotic to chain up a kid because, you know, they're they're lighter skinned than you and they're privileged? When has it been okay? They're crazy, right? But someone's making them crazy. You guys are seeing now with the leak calls, all those Republicans, right? When you realize it and you see it, you're just like, I can't believe I was that stupid. Bush was one of the worst. You know, and I, and I was always wondering, right? When I served Bush, people were like, he's a great Republican. Like, are you crazy? Roosevelt literally wrote an executive order confiscating his daddy's property for funding the Nazis. It's on there in 1942. What do you mean? He's a good guy. How, how do you do that? How do you see? This is how they do it. They, they concentrate information so that way we're not paying attention. And then they just feed you whatever looks better. Oh, yeah, don't look at that. That's brazen. That's not good for you. Look at me. I'm a successful auctioneer, or I have 20 million businesses, or I have 20 farms. This person doesn't have anything. Why would you trust them? For me, I fixed elections in other nations. So obviously I know how to unfix them. If you get hacked, you're not going to call Best Buy. You're going to call a hacker to help you. So, yeah. Oh, I was just going to say thank you. And I'm sure we could go on and we'd love to hear. I'd like, I'd like another, I, I'd like any questions. Yeah, I'm just we could. Yapping. We just got to get the room uh, yeah. for them pretty soon here. So, thank you. So for those that may not have heard your most recent show yesterday or whatever, like you did talk about it, but it will be after the primary on Tuesday. You will announce officially your seven seventeen point plan, correct? As secretary. It's already on the website. Okay. I haven't put it up there because what I noticed was anytime I would put something up there, John Adams would then go and parrot it. Like he sat there saying Article One, Section Twenty One, and then you ask him what is that, and he's just like, "That's what it is." So I'm like, I'm not going to give him. You know, information. I have I have a whole plan. It's written out where you can click and look. And also, I'll have profiles for both of them. Even John Adams, he's up there, so you can see all their funders: First Energy, UPS. You know, I think Open Societies was it Frank or was it John? Open Societies. Maybe it was Frank. That's George Soros, by the way. Gave him money to. Does they know who's going to win the primary? Um, I don't know, and I think my campaign manager isn't telling me. Uh, he is not here. Um, he's not telling me. But judging from last time, he was making me stress out when we only needed a thousand. But Albite, we only had a week to get them. Is there, is there any way that I can get involved and try to get signatures? For yes, you should get with Bethany. Yes, right, please. Yeah, because I'd like to help you with that. Yes, please. All we need is, I think we need five thousand signatures. And I think Frank LaRose was really upset because in ten days we got. What is it? Seventeen hundred, right? Yeah, seventeen seventy, seventeen sixty-seven. Yeah, the reverse. So he was kind of upset. Like, how'd she do that? She just signed it and she did it. So now we signed it March 29th. So we gave us ourselves a good month to get five thousand, which is more than a thousand a week. But I don't know how many. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Any, any, any specific questions? Because. I was driving for three hours, so I'm like, now, now. <laughs> yes. Tori, thank you very much for your time. This has been a pleasure listening to you, but I'm curious to know, uh, since the Secretary of State deals not only with elections, but also business, can you talk a lot about money, 
Huntington, Ohio. I'm curious, what are your thoughts on the Intel plan? Oh, oh my God, that is so sexy. That is a great question. I can't believe I didn't even talk about it. So we need to check that out because I'll tell you what happened. Intel, when it went to Portland, they created Forest Valley, totally tanked the community there. And it sucked off the teat of Oregon and destroyed the state. So the question that we should be asking ourselves is, what deals did they cut? That's not happening until we know everything. And by we, not me. That means everybody. Well, it just happened That's, to go in New Albany, which is where Wow. Well, yeah, well, I, like, you know, you guys are going to make me talk about stuff that somebody else is going to see and use it last minute. I, I know. I know. I'm there on you with Intel. Because I was in Portland. So I know exactly what they did. They sucked the teeth of Oregon dry. Look at them now. Look at them now. And there are no deals about employees. I can tell you that 93% of the employees there were all non-U.S. visas. Well, you know, unfortunately, we have stupid education system. So we don't train our kids in high school to learn technology and get them in there. We don't afford them that opportunity. Instead, we're talking to them about, you know, if I go to work and I start talking about sex, sexual harassment. I tell a five-year-old in school, oh, let me Thank tell you. you, that's totally normal. So let's not get into that. But, yeah, that is something I'm sniffing out for sure. Any other questions? Because we're going to have to empty the room. Question? I did. You know how they cut off your live, though? Here? Yeah, the moment you mentioned his name. Who's name? The little rose? Mm -hmm. The screen was black and they couldn't hear you anymore. In this one? Yeah. But for me, it looked like it's good. I could. they could still see you and hear you on my side. But on their side, the screen went completely black the moment you mentioned his name. And people couldn't hear him anymore. Hear you anymore. So. Thank you. I feel really tired. I was really it was Lex Wexner. Lex Wexner. Yeah, yeah the moment you oh, mentioned. When I mentioned his name. Thank you. Yeah. Hi, guys. Thank you guys for watching. I'm sorry about the uh, inconvenience that happened within the live. My hips hurt. Guys, my mom is so pretty. My mom is so pretty. I'm so jealous. Oh, yes, please. It's a Shirley Temple. Yeah, it's a Shirley Temple. You already know. Yes, sir. Shirley Temple. Hi, it was so nice to meet you. Hi, Jody. Hi, Stephanie. Thank you so much. I love yours too. I love it. Really? Yes. It looks great. Thank you. I love the. Is it called the Bailage? It looks really pretty. Yeah, the bit. Yeah, it looks really good. I really like it. Oh, green is your color. So is orange. Where? Yes. Thank you guys for coming. I appreciate it. Oh, where? 
Yeah, I, I think we might. Um, unless my mom just wants to stay here tonight, that's totally fine. Because I can do homework from the hotel. So. I'm flexible. Safe travels. Thank you so much, you too. Do you guys live here? or? Nice. Nice. Awesome. That's great. Have a great night. Bye. Hi. How do I get you signatures from the neck, from my neck of the woods, Northwest Ohio? Oh my gosh. Um, you know Bethany in the Ohio group. If you get in touch with her, she will probably get back with you, and she'll let you know and give you stuff so you can get petitions and all that. So, thank you for the help. Ginger ale and cherry syrup. You already know. That's just the way to go. I want to thank you for sacrificing her. She sacrificed a lot of time for you, for us. Stop, you're going to make me cry. And I know, because my daughter. Daddy, why aren't you coming home? She's eight tonight. Yeah. I'm like, this is important to me so I can be a better dad. Yeah. Thank you. So it gets hard. It gets hard sometimes. Yeah. I'm Mark, Phoebe. Hi, Mark. I'm Patriot Prayer Mark in New Ohio. And everything like that. So I just want to say hi. Keep an eye on your mom. You <laughs> Thank you. Her a little bit. Yeah. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, I got all these petitions. Thank you. Really, I appreciate it. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I can't see. It's all blurry. It's okay. You want to retake it? Awesome. Got your approval. Yes. How was Hera? I was follow I was following her on Twitch. Yeah. I just went on there and just chatted with her. She was playing. I caught you guys playing one time. Yeah, I usually just go on there to bother her a lot. I was yeah, it, yeah, it was mine. Yeah, it, yeah, it was mine. Yeah, it was mine. Yeah, it was mine. Yeah, it was mine. Yeah, comment and say how they feel so i like to stay around so they feel like they get everything out and i just like to get to know people and what they say so thank you yeah i think i think when you get home she'd love like a cupcake or something or like just a movie night movie nights are the best i mean i beg my mom like all the time for movie nights you know yeah movie night is so fun like literally that's like probably the only time that i get to hang out with her because other than that she's doing her show so she's just busy talking and like i guess i'm a little bit distracting because like i'll just be like good job and she's like you can't do that so i'm like okay uh like what do you mean no you're just talking yeah they want to talk to you oh hey guys youtube yeah i guess i can't talk about less wax now on that can i 
I think I was a little flat today. You guys, I was stuck in traffic with no cigarettes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ask Phoebe how that went. Ask Phoebe how that went, being stuck in traffic with no cigarettes. Uh, I was the victim. <laughs> How's your dog doing? She's done shitting. Oh my gosh! Oh, Talos. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's done. Yeah. Oh look, why are you crying? Oh, he's jumping my cord because my car. Yes. This isn't mine. Thank you. The ladies. No, it's not. Bethany, is this yours? What is this? Someone over here have this. Who's 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 portable charger? There we go. There, there we go. Oh, oh no! Yeah. And I was like, she was right there. Where'd she go? Okay, I need a cigarette, and I need to hold on. Hey guys. Hey guys. I'm just emotional right now, guys. I'm literally crying. I wish my kid cared like you did. <laughs> my kids are assholes. I'm sure they do. Uh, mostly it's just like teenagers are like. I know. Super, like, quiet. Um, I know. <laughs> Mommy, I'm crying because, like, I'm super emotional, girl. Like, no, this is embarrassing. So, Indian girls don't cry like this. So, I'm lacking a little bit. <laughs> I'm lacking. See? I'm going to end the stream, though. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Us Greeks crazy. Yes, we do. We do. Huh? Yes, I'm still crying. I'm still crying a little bit. I'm gonna end the stream. Thank you guys. Have a great night. <laughs> I must be Greek. It's okay, mommy. Bye, guys.